Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. As always, you've just heard. I'll be your host, Drew Tadia. Again, thank you for being here, for being a part of our True Form Live community. Whether you're listening on terrestrial radio, on one of our syndicated radio stations, or across the world as a podcast, we certainly wouldn't be here without you. So thank you for joining me. Now, today we're going to be talking about passion and moving your careers, because I hear this all the time. I feel like so many people are coming to me and talking about how they want to change their career, how they want to follow their passion, and I was like, we have someone right here on our True Form team that has done that. So I'm like, why not interview Dorothy and share her story and her experiences on how she was able to move from a long career to more so following her passion. And, and she's got so many tips and takeaways that you could learn from yourself if that's something that you're interested in. So I know you're going to enjoy this show. Sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so as I mentioned, we have Dorothy Keith joining us today. She's talking about moving from her career to a passion. I think they're both passions, but we'll let her talk about that. Without further ado, welcome to the show, Dorothy. Thanks, Drew. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited to talk about this topic today. It's our pleasure to have you back on Exploring Mind and Body. Now, Dorothy, you went from a career in teaching to a career in teaching a different way. That's right, Drew. I had a teaching career for about eight years. I started off teaching grade three, taught a bit of grade four, and I was actually teaching grade one for the past six years. So I was in grade one for quite some time, and I really loved the little ones. <laughs> so you're still teaching, but I'd imagine it's, it's quite a bit different from what you're used to. Now I'm teaching in a really different way. I'm teaching online. I have different coaching clients online and our monthly membership as well. I'm teaching cooking with Dorothy as well. So we do a show, a Facebook live show, and I show people, teach people how to bake healthy. And it's, it is very different than teaching the kiddos. And so moving from your career to doing the things that you're doing now. So those of you that aren't quite sure or haven't heard, Dorothy works with us at Trueform. So Dorothy helps us in many different ways through working in fitness, in nutrition, in coaching, which is what she's explaining. So when you were, you were in teaching and you're transitioning out, how did that work or what did that look like? It was very difficult, very emotional, and it wasn't easy by any means because teaching was a passion as well. And I went to school for many years, longer than most, to become a teacher. And it was everything, um, like the, the career was everything I had built, everything I had studied for for so long. And it felt like, like giving it up felt so scary. Yeah, no, it's, it's something that's challenging. At least at the time of this recording, it's been about a year, a year and a half since you made that decision? About a year. Okay, so moving from the teaching to 
the the true form, I suppose. What was that like? I know it was scary. I know there were some challenges. Maybe there are some challenges that you want to share with us? Well, I, I can share a bit more about the process because it wasn't an overnight kind of, I woke up one day and said, I'm going to move on from my career and live my passion now. <laughs> and there was some baby steps involved that I took to, to get there. I actually went half-time or part-time teaching at, at school and and did part-time true form as well though I knew for quite some time that it was the move I wanted to make but it made it a bit easier to make those baby steps towards the the goal well I think that's interesting because when we talk about healthy living nutrition fitness we talk about living a healthy lifestyle is in and I suppose not not so much a natural progression but it's a slower and sustainable process and it sounds like that's exactly what happened with you from trans transitioning from a teaching career to true form career yeah and it was a really great transition stage as well for me to go half time and then true form and then full time yep so and i suppose before that before that half time you were still doing some true form work and teaching full time then you went from doing half time true form and half time teaching and now you're 100% true form. Yeah, that's right. And prior to going half time, when I was teaching full time and doing true form, probably full time, <laughs> it was just too much. And I knew that for my own health, I needed to make some changes. But the decision was difficult because I really liked both areas, <laughs> but I wanted to, you know, the, the true form was my passion, a new adventure that I wanted to explore. And so why don't people go towards their passion? Why do they stay stuck in a career that they don't really love? And you know what the thing is, for you, you really did enjoy teaching. Just you enjoyed the, our true form work more. So you might be a bit different because we know some people really dislike their careers and jobs and are afraid to take that next step and follow their passion and do something else. So you might be a little bit different, but how did that work for you? Well, I really enjoyed the flexibility of working for, for yourself or owning your own business, running your own business. And that is one of the reasons I veered towards True Form was the flexibility and more of the, the freedom lifestyle-wise. I believe that the fear to move on came from security, right? You have a secure paycheck that comes in on a certain day every month <laughs> and you have all of, you know, retirement plans and all of these things already set in place for you when when you have a career. If you go off on your own, well, goodbye, steady paycheck. <laughs> that is scary. Yeah, well, let's talk about that for a minute because I think that has a lot to do with what people are afraid of. Like they're afraid that they're not going to be able to pay their bills. They're afraid that they're not going to have that security that you're talking about. So, Tell us what this, it's been a year where you haven't had that steady paycheck. I know a lot of people are paid every couple of weeks and they can't let go of that. So what was the experience like for you to not have that steady paycheck? Again, it was a process <laughs> to, to get me to a place where I was comfortable with not knowing the amount to be I was getting paid or to know the exact day you're getting paid. It was a process mentally to understand and to know that 
it is gonna be okay <laughs> because in the beginning I was so freaked out but I had to believe that if I was doing something I was completely passionate about and loved that the the uh, the abundance part would come to me yeah things these things <laughs> tend to happen like these things tend to like we when we follow our passion we follow our dreams no, new doors naturally open up because that's what I believe the world wants us to do is to follow our passion and to be happy now for you to not have that consistent or steady paycheck is would be quite a bit of a challenge now the other side of that is benefits I know a lot of people don't want to talk about these benefits because when we have that secure career with great benefits we never want to leave and that's really a big part of what holds us on to that. So how did you deal with that end of it? It wasn't a jump decision. It was a decision I made over time. So I had time to do some research. So I actually dug into what I, my benefits account and did some research in there to figure out what I was spending and what I was getting in return. And it turned out that I really wasn't using my benefits for the amount that I was paying into them, for example. So that kind of helped me to know exactly, to do some research and know exactly where uh, my benefits were, were being spent. Yeah, and that makes so much sense and it's so important. I think that because maybe at a young age yourself or, or someone else who was in a career that gets all these benefits and feels like they have all these additives and then you looked and you're like well I'm not even using these and and I think at one point you told me you had to like put in effort to use them that's right because at a certain time they will expire right it won't roll over so at the end of the year, I was like struggling to use them all up. So for example, massage and chiropractor and all of these health benefits that, that we have through, um, I was struggling to even make enough appointments or go enough times to use it. <laughs> right. And that could be different for someone else. Like your benefits may be different to our listeners, but for you in particular, you weren't even using them and you were paying into them. So it didn't really make much sense to continue or, or to worry about that in particular. Yeah. And another thing was prescriptions, right? I'm not on any prescription drugs, right? So that made it, made it a bit easier too that way, because I wouldn't be relying on benefits for those things. Right. And I, I mean, it, I think it makes a big difference that you're able to work as a health and fitness enthusiast, like you're healthy, you're helping people create healthy mo meals, you're always active. So you don't need to go to the chiropractor every week. You don't need to go to, as you're teaching other people, you don't need to pay for a gym membership, for example, that might be included in benefits, for example. That's right. And it really took some time. And that's why I said it wasn't a jump decision. I really did my research on this before making the move. And I realized just what you explained her that a lot of the things weren't necessities. So would you recommend, what would you recommend someone that would really look into those benefits and see if they're actually using them before it's a fear? Exactly. I think we should know exactly what we're paying and what we're getting out. But I I think we just see the dollar amount that's given to us, right? Well, I suppose it makes a big difference. So if you, if that's a big chunk of your, whatever you're spending, so maybe you're spending a couple hundred dollars on a gym membership or gym equipment, for example, and then you look to changing that up, maybe you do some at-home workouts. Like we teach at-home workouts all the time. So that's a place where you could kind of trim the fat a little bit if you're in fear of losing those benefits. Well, you can just stop work 
working out one way, but you can still stay active and work out and you're not really missing out on those benefits. You're just moving your activity level somewhere different. That's right. And another thing you can do is look at uh, your own budget as well or your own spending habits because you can make a lot of improvements and a lot of cuts if you look at exactly where your money is going every month and make some small adjustments. And that's one of the biggest things we hear from financial advisors is that people don't know where their money's going. They don't know where they're spending it. They continually have credit card debt and they're paying the credit card What's the, they're paying the credit card. The minimum payment. Right. They're paying yeah. the minimum payment. Then, then all that percentages keep racking up. The interest rate. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. The interest rate is increasing and they're not getting anywhere. So, but they're not sure where their money is going. So that would be a, a good step, especially if you're looking at cutting some finances. Maybe you're not really sure where your next paycheck's coming from. That's right. And another thing is to have a little saving reserve (laughs) to help reduce the fear of that as well. So if you have the time, spend some time, a few years making a little saving reserve, it will help reduce the anxiety as well. Well, that makes a whole lot of sense because if you're slowly transitioning, what we recommend, and sometimes we hear this from entrepreneurs, like I just quit everything and move to somewhere else. Or moved, and not not just to somewhere else, but moved into a different like career. A snap decision. Right. <laughs> I'm doing this. <laughs> Instead of planning, planning, thinking about it, making the right decisions for you, it took you a few years to kind of slowly transition out. You had a different mindset and understood that it was going to take some time to build that back up to what you were used to. Yeah, and a lot of it does boil down to mindset and belief. You have to believe in yourself and believe in the process as well, because in weigh the value, right? Is my happiness worth more than those things, right? <laughs> happiness like, or yeah. benefits? Yeah, right? That's, I was going to say that, but I didn't know if I should. <laughs> Do I want more benefits in my life or more happiness? Right. But I, I don't think we weigh the quality of life, for example, like your quality of life. So I have a couple of friends there in the corporate world, for example, and they would love to start their own. Well, actually, To be honest with you, some of them have started their own careers, but they're still stuck in the corporate world. They make a lot of money there and they're scared to take that transition and move from the corporate world to their own because their money doesn't exactly match. That's right. And that's where you va- have to value your, your happiness. Maybe it it means downsizing your house. Maybe it means transitioning to one vehicle. Or maybe it means cutting back on, on some of the entertainment pieces in your <laughs> life. Like for women, you know, hair, nails, eyelashes, all of those things. But then you have to evaluate. Is cutting back on those things worth my happiness? Right. And I was like, totally, <laughs> totally <laughs> worth it. I think for men, it's not. This isn't just for women, of course, but I mean, for men, it's no different. Maybe you cut the golf membership or maybe you don't buy new clubs every year or maybe that new bike or new car that you were going to buy. Maybe that gets pushed off a bit. But think about, again, come back and think about your happiness and your quality of life. And just because you use an old set of golf clubs, are you going to be happier because you're not stuck in a cubicle for 10 hours a day? That's right. Maybe you start buying your clothes at the thrift store <laughs> as opposed to brand new ones. But those little things make a huge difference. Yeah. And I don't think that I feel like many times we think that more money makes us happier and it's not the truth. So it's just because you're spending less money or because you're making less money doesn't mean you're going to be miserable. It means that you're changing your quality of life from being stuck from a, maybe a job that you don't like, coworkers you can't stand, a boss that talks down to you. And then you start, maybe you do your own thing or maybe you're just changing careers. 
but that is all the happiness that we're talking about as opposed to being stuck in a place where you don't know how to get out of. That's right. And that's what we have to value as well is the, like you were saying, Drew, our quality of, of life. And then so when you started working on your own things, with, I know there are some challenges where it was like you're used to chasing around kids or used to a plan. What were some challenges when you had to work from a computer or on the phone and you had maybe one-on-one clients or groups from our membership? You know, I thought it was going to be this wonderful, smooth transition. <laughs> and to be honest, it was difficult transitioning from a career into my own, I guess, business, right? We, 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 you would say. So when I was teaching and in the classroom, I was used to waking up at the same time every day, going into work at the same time every day. And I was used to running around and being busy, full tilt, right? For, from the time I woke up until the time I, w- I came home fr- from work. And it was busy in grade one, always on the go. You didn't get a break all day, basically. Sometimes you guys struggle, <laughs> like teachers, you can't leave your kids. So sometimes you struggle to go to the bathroom, don't you? Sometimes I'd run home from school and go right to the bathroom. <laughs> Drew would be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I didn't go to the bathroom all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that is, I was used to that rat race kind of lifestyle. And then when I transitioned to working on true form, it was a lot more phone calls for coaching sessions, a lot more computer work, building the website with blog posts and recipes. And the sense of accomplishment for me didn't seem as, as big. I felt like during the day I wasn't getting anything accomplished because I was sitting more in one spot, not running around. I was more relaxed uh, and I was used to that stress and I was used to that running around but when I didn't have that stress anymore and I was you know more relaxed I thought that something was wrong (laughs) (laughs) you know it's funny that you just brought up maybe for some people it feels like if you're not stressed out you're not doing your job right do you think that well that's how it was to me I'm so happy I'm so relaxed I'm not feeling like a tornado I must not be getting anything done (laughs) (laughs) yeah I need more stuff on my plate yeah I need more things to do Sometimes a show once a week or even twice a week just isn't enough. So if you want more content, if you want to know more about what we're doing at True Form Life, you can find us on Facebook. We're on there posting at least twice a day in the morning and the evening. That's at facebook.com slash trueformlife. We're on Instagram. That's kind of my favorite platform. I like to post my food pictures and some of the activities that I do, maybe hiking or whatever that may be. And that's just that Drew Tadia on Instagram and then Twitter as well. That's at True Form Life. So we're highly active. We'd love to connect with you. So find us on your social media platform and let us know how you're enjoying our show. And I guess that's the same thing when maybe you're changing yourselves, like maybe our listeners are changing or transitioning and that's, you have to understand it's going to be different. So you, for example, you had to take care of yourself in a different way, Dorothy, because you weren't exactly running around chasing kids, but you're still active working out. But you really had to change your mindset and understand that you're still productive working from a computer or sitting down or not being entirely physically exhausted from chasing kids around the whole day. And that was another thing that improved for me was my my sleep or my energy level did improve. And I felt that way, Drew. I felt that, oh my gosh, it's 
it's 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. at night and I still have energy. I'm not exhausted. I must not have worked hard enough today. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose that would translate to some of our listeners that may be going through the same thing depending on what kind of transition. But I think that mental stress really weighs on you and that would exhaust the person as well. So we all know what it's like to be stressed out or to be always worrying about something. So when that stops, I think we're all like, uh, is something wrong? Because I'm not worried. I'm not stressed. I'm feeling great. <laughs> and in the teaching wor- world, a lot of that stress is mental stress as well. So I think, you know, if you have a, you know, if you're in a corporate office job and you have that mental stress, it could be relatable. So tell us about some of the things that you've been able to do since you left a career in teaching to more running uh, your own type of business at home, on the phone, and anything else that you that you do. You know, it's just so empowering to have my own schedule, <laughs> to be able to make my own schedule and not follow uh, follow someone, someone else's, else's <laughs> I suppose. I can wake up when I want to. I can go on holidays when, when I want to. And I mean, it was a little, um, I was so structured before. I have to wake up at this time. I have to work out at this time. I have to do this at this time. And I went through a process of having to be okay with flexibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes it's it's probably a bit challenging when you're like always on someone else's schedule and then you're like, well, I get to design my own schedule, but I don't know how to do that because I'm used to someone else like running around following someone else's schedule the whole time. That's right. And if I wasn't waking, if I wasn't getting to work at the same time every day, I was getting upset with myself because I didn't get to work on time. (laughs) (laughs) But no one really cared because it's your work. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I suppose in this regard, it's a bit different. Like, for example, the paycheck that you got was dictated by someone else. And the hours was dictated by someone else. So when you're working for yourself, it's much different because, well, you have an interesting perspective. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> about my my paycheck <laughs> well i mean you're able to the, for let's say for example like when you work for someone else they tell you you either have a salary or they, they tell you this is how many hours a day that you're going to be paid for so sometimes you have to do extra sometimes you have to work harder sometimes you have to do things you don't really want to do or work with people you don't want to work with and now it's working for yourself and you're like i don't have to do any of that <laughs> but you have to set your own hours and what i'm getting at is the harder you work the more you're rewarded through paycheck, through your client's appreciation, through changing lives, which is much different than just working on a clock or a salary. Yeah, in one of the light bulb moments for me that I had was that I get to decide. Nobody decides for me how much I make. Nobody decides for me how many hours I work. I get to decide all of those things for myself. And for our listeners, I mean, you should know that running your own business, if you know, if you're not running your own business, you're pretty much working all the time. It's hard work. (laughs) One of the comments I said to Drew within the first couple months was, I didn't know working for myself or for ourselves is going to be this hard. (laughs) It's constant, 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 constant. Yeah, it's never ending, to be honest with you. But there's so many benefits to being, like I said, like to being able to work with the people you want to work with. Like you choose your own clients, for example. If you don't feel like someone's a good fit for you, you ask them or, or direct them somewhere else. If you're, there's something in business and someone approaches you with a, with an idea and you don't think it's a great idea or it doesn't make you excited, then you move on and you do something else. And I think that freedom alone 
is so invigorating. It makes you feel alive and in control. And you mentioned like power. You have that. that you're, it's like you're taking your power back and it's not running on someone else's schedule the whole time. And you get to decide the projects or the things that you are working on. And if it doesn't make you, you know, feel great or doesn't excite you, then you don't have to do it. You can move on to something else. I'd like to hear your perspective on some of the things that you're doing now. Because when you first started, maybe the first few months, I was like, maybe this social media post would be a good idea. Maybe this marketing would be a good idea. Or can you design this type of meal plan? And now you pretty much do that stuff yourself. And it's only been a year. I mean, you've been working on the business for a few years now, a number of years. But it's only been a year where you've been in it 100%. And now you're pretty much doing your own thing. And, I'm pr- and, I, and I can sit back and be like, wow, that's a great job. <laughs> you should tell me what you want to do next. <laughs> yeah, and it was a learning curve at first for sure, but now I'm 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 much more confident and you're right, Drew. I just run the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, through social media posting, I suppose it I mean, being able to travel and being able to do the things that you want to do and the many if you guys haven't seen our day in the life on YouTube, you can head over there and, and check that out. Traveling and jumping in the waves. People are like Wow, you guys look so happy. And like, we are. We are. Why is that surprising, right? Yeah. Everybody should find their own happiness and live their happiness. And follow like follow your passion, follow your dreams. And, and I like how you just said, live, live your happiness. Because we have the opportunity to do something every day. Like we have, we have so many hours on in this world, so many years, so many weeks, and we get to decide how we're going to spend them. Is it going to be in a corporate job where we don't really enjoy? Is it going to be working for yourself, which is definitely a grind, but could offer you more freedom? Or is there some, uh, some happy medium that's going to make you feel better? And when you are living your passion and doing what you're passionate about, I have to say, it doesn't feel like work. When we record our Day in the Life of D&D, it is fun. Yeah. And when we record a, a show like this, like we enjoy every moment that, that we are working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's the same thing when and people like, watch us. They're like, oh, it's so fun to hang out with you guys. Like when we're doing Dorothy's Cooking with Dorothy show, and we do that on our Facebook channel, facebook.com slash trueformlife. And then all the past videos are on YouTube. So you can check those out there. But people are like, it's so much fun to hang out with you guys. Because, and, and the truth is, we love what we do. And we want to show people you can have fun and, and live a healthy lifestyle through nutrition and fitness as well. It is fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dorothy, it's time to wrap up the show. Already? <laughs> it goes by so quickly. <laughs> if there's anything you want to add, that now would be the time. If not, uh, always we always appreciate you coming on and and being a part of exploring mind and body and everything that you do with True Form Life. Yeah, thanks so much, Drew. And just one thing that I would say to everybody out there who is thinking about leaving their corporate career or leaving a place that they're not happy and moving on to their passion is trust yourself and trust the process. And if you believe it will all work out. <laughs> all right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and sticking around till the end. If I could offer just a few words of advice, and I want to say that there's no time like now. 
and we're so limited. If we look back at our younger years, we always think that my teens went too quickly, my 20s went too quickly, my 30s went too quickly, and I feel like if we acted now and followed our passion and followed our dreams, we'd be so much happier. And think about living your dream every single day. Think about living your dream. That has so much power, that has so much life to me. You get to live your dream every single day instead of working towards your dream until retirement or until you have enough money or until you're better situated. There's never a perfect time to take action on your goal. And if you decide to make that happen, I'm telling you, your life is gonna open up in different ways. Well, on a personal note, we decided to get a place in Redondo Beach, California. One of my longtime dreams was always to move to Los Angeles. Now, I grew up in Canada. I've spent time in different places around the world, California being a large part of it. We decided to get our own place in, Cal- in Los Angeles and, our, and keep our place in Canada. And there's so, many, there's so many things that come up. Can we afford it? Is it going to be sustainable? Are we going to be able to continue to run business? Are we going to be, continue to be successful? And it, there's a lot of challenges. There's a, a lot of things that what's going to happen. There's a lot of what ifs, but we have to believe in ourselves. And as Dorothy mentioned, we have to believe that we can make it happen. We have to take the leap of faith. And if we don't, we're always going to be wondering what if, or we're always going to be working towards that retirement that, I don't know, when that, it seemed like they're always pushing the retirement date back. But if you live your life in with passion and you love what you do, then you don't have to retire. You don't have to plan for when you get old and you want to knit in a rocking chair. You can do those things now. So I encourage you to take action, make sacrifices, trim some fat, take, take the shorter route and do the things that you need to do to live your dream today. I want to thank you so much for being here. That's pretty much all I got. More All past shows are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. We also have a free app on any Apple device so you can download the show with you and take it with, take it with you wherever you go. More details are at trueformlife.com. This is where Dorothy does meal planning, recipes, grocery shopping lists. She also does one-on-one coaching. All those details are at trueformlife.com. I want to thank you so much for being here. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.